There is a podcast beyond that which is known to man. It is a discussion as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between movies and TV, between gaming and tech, and it lies between a collection of comics and the summit of our knowledge. This is the podcast of our imagination. We call ourselves the Nerdtastic Four. Welcome to the Nerdtastic Four. I'm Rose. I am Kern. And I'm Desmond. And it's the three of us today. We're the three musketeers. Yay! Yep. Yay! Chris is off in the land of high cotton. He's in Colorado. Something about that phrase is probably correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll have to get a full report for him when he comes back. Uh, all I know is he said that he learned that Ho- Motel 8, Hotel 8, what is it? Motel. It's got to be a motel. Motel 8, um, their policy is smoking, but only cigarettes, apparently. Uh. So his dad was very upset. Um, oh, man. That made Wow. Sense. So uh, I would ask that we go ahead and do like the social media because I forget, guys. That's my job, and I forget every damn episode. So uh, get us on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, especially on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and some other places that have podcasts. I don't know where we're actually all available. We pop up all over the place. Yep. And then uh, Twitter. You can catch us on Twitter at Nerdtastic4Pod. Yeah. The Twitter. And we have a website where we don't do things and a YouTube where Rose does do things. <laughs> I do things every now and then. I need to. I have a few more videos I need to upload. Or they're already uploaded. I just need to release them to the public. <laughs> oh yeah see we actually do prepare i need to do yeah. one of those i need to do a reaction video to like that new game that just came out star trek that i downloaded and i haven't played yet yeah yeah do that i so, want to know have y'all seen the uh the, the latest craze for the memes the um describe yourself with three in three fictional characters oh yeah them? yeah mm-hmm. did you all do it yet no i have no. not i did uh I did Lucy from Fairy Tale, and uh, Squirrel Girl, and then I did Link from Wind Waker when his face is in that like extreme frown. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do I don't know what any? I would be? I, I think for me, uh, what would it be? I, 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 the first two are really easy. It's the third one that I would have trouble trying to pick. Um, because I think I would have to be Darth Vader. You know, just because I love the love the dark stuff and everything like that. Yeah. And then at the same time, I would be Austin Powers. <laughs> and um <laughs> right. <laughs> and I don't know who my third would be. That's my tough my first my tough decision right there is who my third would be. I'd have to think about Yeah, that I'm kinda in the same boat because I'm like, uh, it's Daredevil, Simpsons comic book guy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh somebody who wears sweatpants a lot. Like that's that's where i would be oh yeah <laughs> bob belcher i think yeah. oh yeah there you go bob belcher right my friend uh my roommate maddie she did uh bob belcher and it's got like the picture of him going oh my god and it's got um and she did kermit where it was kermit frog from um uh christmas carol where he's like got his face all scrunched in and the the caption below it says internally screaming and i forget the other one but those two were funny 
<laughs> oh, very cool. Yeah, I don't know who my third would be. I'd have to think about it for a while. May may never know. Maybe I just can I get away with two? Ah, I, I? I don't it know. It took is me a long a, time. Is there a, is there a Kit Kat mascot like that owl that sells Kit <laughs> <laughs> Right. You just a Kit Kat. Just put a Kit Kat. Yeah. It's actually probably Captain Morgan. I'll be honest <laughs> with you, Kern, if I had to pick the third one for you. Oh, well, but, yeah, but I don't drink Captain Morgan. I drink Bacardi, so I, I guess it would be a bat. Not not Batman. Well, I mean, but just I mean, a bat. That's, yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well. Speaking of Bacardi, I heard that they're discontinuing Bacardi 151. Because people can't handle it, and I guess there's some lawsuits pending. I oh, guess wow, people, what? you know, that's 151 proof, so it's 75.5% alcohol. And I guess people are just getting totally stupid on this stuff. Maybe lighting stuff on fire because it's highly flammable, or just getting too trash or whatever. But anyway, um, so yeah, I, I went into a place the other day, and I said, what? hey, give me a 151 in Coke. And they said, uh, we don't have 151 anymore. They're discontinuing it. Discontinuing uh. it. And, um, that so, sounds yeah. horrible. I don't even drink it, and I'm saddened. Yeah, I'm very sad <laughs> because I drink it kind of a little bit too much. But um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm probably going to be one of those people that's going to like find a, a a liquor store somewhere, and they're going to have like three or four bottles still sitting on the shelf, and I'm just going to like grab them and go running to the front, you know, and jam and high pour, proof you know, alcohol pour. is life, man. I don't know how people. I don't understand why. I mean, you know, it, it to me, I haven't read the whole specifics of it, but to me, it almost kind of sounds like the same thing back in the day when that lady spilt coffee on herself or whatever it was she did, and then she sued McDonald's because the coffee oh, was but, hot. So, you know? okay, but yeah, that sounds like that sounds like somebody taking advantage of something. But no, did you see her burns? From her coffee. She had like no. third degree burns all over her crotch. So what happened was she was pull- she took it from the, the, the drive-thru, right? And she was put- pulling it over and it slipped out of her hand and it spilled all over her lap. And she was wearing uh, sweatpants. So the coffee was so hot and it soaked into her sweatpants and like was held against her skin like that. Mm-hmm. And it like these crazy third degree burns all over her legs and in her crotch and on her bottom, and she was like an old lady. She was like seven. So the coffee was like was was hotter than what it should have been. Yes, that it was, was hotter was than it was, should have been. That that had to have been boiling, like yeah, in the cup. It was, you should you should look it up. Maybe you shouldn't because it's pretty graphic. It's very graphic. I'm, don't picture. look up the photos. You can look up just the law. I would think in order for that to do third degree burns, that had to have been boiling in the cup yeah. when it spilt. It's supposed to be a certain... Okay, I used to manage a McDonald's, so I will go into this because we had to learn about it and then because I almost became a lawyer. Um, So (laughs) McDonald's had been warned multiple times and sued multiple times about the goddamn temperature of the coffee. Like, the shit was not safe. And they just pretty much ignored it and said, you know, make it hot. And they didn't listen, so they got punished with this big-ass lawsuit. And the lady's coffee was like 150 degrees or something like that. That's not that hot, dude. That's not enough to make third degree burns. Like 150 degrees is touchable. By the I'm trying to remember. I'm 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 speaking from Google it. Yeah, Google it and make sure because I'm not the one. But I know that the case, the whole thing with the case was the settlement was that they'd been warned multiple times. They'd had lawsuits multiple times. 
I mean, I'm not saying that 150 degrees isn't hot because it because it is, and in and in when it's in liquid form, it it feels hotter than when it's in solid form because like you can handle something 150 degrees easily in solid so, form. The the coffee was 180 to 190 degrees. Uh, the lady was hospitalized for eight days while she underwent skin grafting, followed by two years of medical treatment. Wow. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, so maybe that wasn't such a great example to use for the 151 thing. But No, but I, I mean, I got no. you. I agree. Yeah. It is dumb. Like, we got sidetracked there. I'll probably edit that all out. But anyway. No. Nah, leave it. Um, <laughs> but it's yeah, stupid. I mean, no, it's stupid. You're gonna, I, I, like I said, I don't know if it's a class action lawsuit. I don't know what it is, but I've, I've read a couple of different things on it. That one that they've they've dramatically decreased the production of 151 to they're discontinuing it. And so I, I need to go back and, and learn more about it. But from what I'm understanding, it's basically because people are just doing stuff. They're either getting smashed on it and then they're, you know, winding up in the hospital because of alcohol poisoning or whatever. Or they're catching crap on fire. I'm, I'm not for sure exactly what's going on, but and anyway. That, but I mean, we used to do yeah. stupid stuff like that with the, with the Everclear all the time. Everclear, so I, I don't right. Know what, I don't know what people are complaining about. It's, um, did you guys ever have Vibrams, the five-fingered shoes? The what? No. The finger the ones shoes. Like with the, the, oh, the finger shoes that have like Oh, toes. I can't stand those things, man. Uh, no. Trent has a pair, but I don't. I've okay, so it. I love them. I, I love them. I have them. Vibram makes soles, but that's the shoe that they make. Like, my New Balances have Vibram soles. They, as a big dude, they wear really well for me. Uh, but anyway, there was a class action lawsuit and a settlement because people were hurting themselves using them. And not their toes, just like their feet. And the thing is, because they didn't follow the instructions. Like, when you get them, it says, don't go more than, like, a half mile at a time. Work your way up for two miles, and then you can wear them because your foot has to get used to like this barefoot position. Right. right. So people were like, "Fuck that! I'm just gonna put on these cool shoes I got and go work out." And then they were hurting themselves like that. They they like pulled out the instructions like, "What are these? I don't need these." They threw them right away. Yeah, they put basically. them on. They're like, "I know how to wear fucking shoes." <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah they were exactly. Yeah. They're fucking wrong. Like I want to be the guy that was like they had to testify. I pulled them out, and I was like, "They're shoes." I just put them on my feet. Hell what no! I didn't there? read the they weren't paperwork. shoes. I just put them on my feet. They're fucking shoes. <laughs> I don't wear fucking shoes. Yeah, you're right. You know, you think that you you know when you're talking about something like that, you think there would be like I don't I don't know, man. I don't know what the rules are for something like that, but. You think it'd be like really big on the box and says these are not normal shoes, you know? Well, I mean, I think but then that might discourage people from buying them. Toes into them, like <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's, but it reminds me of the Bacardi because it's like people are like, I know how to drink. It's rum. And it's like, nah, bro, that's one fifty one. Doesn't matter. Chug, chug, chug. <laughs> Somebody call an yeah, ambulance. I guess they probably just had too many like complaints, I guess, and they didn't think it was worth it to keep making it. Probably. I, I, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it'll. It'll fuck you up pretty good, because uh, we, had, we had a bro that made Trash Can Punch one time in college, and he was like, oh, we didn't have vodka, but we had Everclear. So we just followed the recipe, and we were like, well, you cut it right? And he's like, no, nah, we did a bottleful bottle, one-to-one. Everyone was just like, there were people in bushes, man. Like, oh, yeah. Bad. Yeah. But anyway, I just kind of thought that was interesting. No, nah, that's breaking news, bro. Like, liquor involves most of us that aren't, like, <laughs> straight edge or 
you know, <laughs> overly married. Right. Yeah. On, on, a, on a similar note, um, some good news is uh, from for fans of The Dark Crystal, they're making, uh, Funko is releasing reaction figures of Jen, Kara, uh, Agra, the Chamberlain, and uh, oh, Ursul, the Chanter. That's cool. So, yeah, so if you're a if you're a Dark Crystal fan, you know, look out for those Funko things. They're supposed to be coming out in November. There's also a limited edition just in time Funko for Christmas ba- Funko Bat Rainbow Batman that's coming. Or oh, is yeah. it? It's an exclusive somewhere, but I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna buy it. You should. You should buy that. Buy it right up. Rainbow <laughs> buy Batman. That right off the bat. Rainbow <laughs> Batman. I bring him up. Like I think I brought him up on like fans on patrol or uh, convo comic. We were also on some other podcast in the Nerd Podcast Mafia. It's like, hey, Rainbow Batman. Rainbow Batman. Very cool. Speaking of Batman and Dark Things, because he's the Dark Knight, uh, Deathstroke is going to be in the movie. Oh, yeah. I read something about Batman that. I didn't read the movie, whole story. The ben Affleck. Yeah. yeah, apparently he's going to be the villain. That's the story, I guess. As I don't opposed know if he's to the, the good guy that he normally plays? What... <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if he's the main villain or the Okay. Side villain or... Oh, gotcha. I got it. I I see what you mean now. (laughs) Yeah, like, is he going to be the main villain or is he going to be, like, some... Because they kind of try to recast him lately, DC has, as, like, this anti-hero. But I don't want to see a buddy cop flick where it's Batman and Deathstroke working together, where they see eye to eye at the end. Screw that. Like, No, make him be the super villain. Right. Yeah. 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 Who's Who's cast for Deathstroke? Uh, Joe Mangione. I don't know his last name. It's something like that. I, like that's Chuck Mangione is where I got that from because I watch way too much King of the Hill. Uh, oh, dude, he's been in things, but I can't think of uh, what all he's been in. He's a cool dude. He does a lot of workout stuff. He's really ripped. Like, I follow him on Instagram or whatever. I have to look him up. I, I don't know. But are you guys fans of the Deathstroke? I yeah, he's am... pretty cool. I mean, I'm I'm not a fan as far as like you know, followed it in comics and stuff like that. I mean, I've watched you know, and I know you're not a big fan of of the CW and stuff, Desmond. But on Arrow, you know, he made an appearance on Arrow, and uh, so you know, that take that for what it's worth. But no, I'm I'm not a I'm not a fan, but I'm not opposed to him. I mean, I'd like to see see the character, and if he's badass, then. That'd be cool. Yeah, no, it's uh, Joe Manganiello. That's his name. Sorry. Joe Manganiello. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I I liked him. I liked the character a lot whenever uh, he was the main villain in Teen Titans, the cartoon show. Although they didn't call him Deathstroke, really, ever. But that was obviously who he was. Slade they just called him Slade. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, he's a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, so he's all right with me. I can go with that. Mm-hmm. Giddy up. Yep. <laughs> also, well, uh, oh, did sorry, you guys, did you guys check out the um, the new Patronus? So you can choose your Patron, your or you get your Patronus chosen for you on Pottermore. No. 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 Yeah, no. they have like a thing now where you can go through and you like you're supposed to answer the questions really quick because so, it's supposed to be like a uh like super quick heart whim thing. I got the the Nebulung cat, which is apparently a a big gray, fluffy green green eyed cat, and I thought that's kind of cool. So you're talking about Harry Potter, right? Yeah, I'm. Oh, okay. 
Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar. When you said Patronus, I'm immediately thinking about tequila. Um, right. So, <laughs> so um, no, we got, we got sidetracked into alcohol. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm just now like I. I saw the first three movies. I think it was the first three, uh, or maybe it was four when they came out. You know, respectively, within a certain amount of time after each one of them came out, and then I haven't watched any of the rest. And so um, I just watched the other night. Uh, Deadly how is it Deathly Hallows uh, part one, and so yeah, I that's... still need to watch the the last one, which is part two, and then I'll be I guess completely caught up I guess. But um, so nice. I'm kind of proud of myself because I'm getting caught up on Harry Potter. So yeah, yeah, the... they're actually really good movies. Yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, I enjoy them. The creatures that like they so when they fight off the Dementors, they do that with the Patronus, which is that like expecto patronum. Spell that big light. they shoot yeah. out this light and it has a specific animal for everyone. So that's what it is. It, it, it uh, it's like find out what your patronus is, kind of a thing. Oh, okay, yeah, because I'm, I'm Harry's good. is like a stag, is a that's is a right. deer, yeah, or whatever. Mine's a cat. Meow, <laughs> meow. I don't want to take the test because I'll end up with a, like a fucking turtle or something. Oh, but that'd be cute. <laughs> I like turtles. I like yeah, turtles. Right. You should you should try it. You see what you get. It'll oh, I'm a, I'm gonna go uh, make a fan film. That's what I'm gonna do. Speaking of fan film, you posted <laughs> that Jaku first wave. Uh, oh yeah, the, the deal for the Force Awakens, which is the first wave fan film called Jaku first wave. Um, no, I no, watched that. The, it's not the it's not for uh, the Force Awakens. It's for right after Episode uh, Four, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, I was. I was. Or not episode four. Shit. It's it's right no, it after episode... episode four. Yeah, because it's it? after it's at yeah because in the um they talk about his brother being on Death Star two. Uh, in, yeah, so it's after six. Well, it's yeah, it's after Jedi. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, not after four. After six. Yeah, sorry, man. Um, yeah, after six. Yeah, it's after Return of the Jedi. And I mean, what did you think about it, Desmond? I mean, I I thought it was yeah, it was okay. I mean, I was interested in it because it had stormtroopers. I mean, the only thing that got me, like, everything was fine with it. I like the way they handled it, just being a one room and just dialogue. Right. But the acting, I mean, I know it's a fan film, so I'm not being critical here like that. I'm just saying the acting probably, I would have liked to have seen it better. I would have loved for this to have been part of uh, Battlefront. Okay. If this had been a cutscene in, like, Battlefront, like the opening of Battlefront, or, like, a launch trailer kind of thing, and they'd done it, like, High production, like the production values are fine in it, but maybe better acting and better writing. Like the writing was okay, but it could have been stronger. If they'd had some power behind it, some Fox money or something, or some Disney money, EA money, anyone's money, I think it would have been fucking fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It was only like, what, three minutes long or something? I mean, it was a, it was a, a it was a short, it was an extremely short film, Um, hmm. but it was cool. I mean, I, I liked it. You're right. I mean, the. This is the thing, though, you know, when you start talking about fan films and um, because that's that's what it is. You know, it's fans that want to make a film about what they love. And sometimes these people are not professional filmmakers or what have you. And so they kind of get what they get. You know, I mean, if if they get a great actor, that's great because they probably don't have like a huge budget to throw a a lot of money at uh, for something like this. 
And so if they get a, somebody that's a great actor, then that's fantastic. But if they don't, then they kind of get what they get, you know? So, yeah, no, you know, no, that's no fault on them, man. Like, right. The, the guys that were in it, like I would not, I, for, for a fan film, it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it in my eyes. I'm just right. saying like, I wish it had been bigger. That's right. my complaint. I wish it hadn't just been a fan film. Right. Right. I'm just wondering if they're planning on doing like a, I wonder if the guys that made this are planning on doing something that follows up with those guys or something. I hope so. I haven't looked at like the views and the votes and the comments and all that. Uh, but when I, I first really saw like it to see them, when it first opened up, I thought it was going to be like a comedy, kind of like a satire, you know? Um, cause I don't know if you've ever seen the one where the guys are talking and it's the stormtroopers they're talking about. Um, you know, the day where they were the day the death star, blew up you know like remembering the death star type thing and um you know and it's kind of a kind of a parody type thing and that's what i thought this was going to be at first and it actually isn't it's actually on a little bit more serious note so it was it was pretty cool but i agree the the writing could have been a little stronger as well as the acting but i don't think it could have been at a fan film level right what else we got Uh, that's it for me i only had like one thing and I didn't even really have it, so. Yep, and I had those two things that I remembered. Moving on to our main topic, perhaps. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just saw something. Before we jump in there, I just Uh, saw this. It better be good, Kurt, (gasps) because I'm all all geared up now. Yes, (laughs) Bungie has made an official children's book based on the video game Destiny. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... I'm gonna click on the pics here, but you can you can Google are, are it. Are you a fan um, of Destiny? Yes, I am actually. I've played. I, I'm not. I haven't um, pl- uh, downloaded. Um, uh, what's the newest one that's out? Iron. Um, Maiden. Something Iron. I forgot what the what the new one is. I haven't downloaded that yet. Um, but I'm I'm all up to date on everything else. Uh, but it's D is for Destiny. Uh, is and it's apparently it's a um, a brilliant they're calling uh, book for kids and I'm clicking on the pics right now oh we know um, we know you're clicking on them yeah you can hear um, clickety click click yeah so no, you sound like Rose now yeah okay so I guess yeah it, it is definitely a <laughs> you have not done kid, that in right? a long time it is definitely a uh, a children's book because the um Artwork is almost kind of like, uh, what was the uh, children's book that was like the Red little, Dog? Little Clifford books? the Big Red Dog. It almost kind of reminds you of that. Aw. Yeah. That's cute. So um, so it doesn't have, tell have you... a lot about it, though. It just I just saw that, so I just threw that out there real quick. So, um, Oh, and then now my page is unresponsive, so I guess I can't do any more. Aw. <laughs> But um, have anyway. you guys uh, seen the that they have the Star Wars books, little golden books? No. Each episode. Yeah, I got them for my Aww. nephew. That's cute. Oh, cool. All right. Aww. Sorry about that well, little detour. Well, I have one more little thing too. No, Sorry. If y'all like, uh, if y'all are into theater or Broadway or anything like that, one of my friends that I worked with at Goodspeed, she's going to be playing the new Grizabella in Cats on Broadway. So her name's Mamie, and she's awesome. She's amazing. Ooh, so yeah, shout if out you, if you get to go Hello. see, um, 
if you get to go see uh, Cats on Broadway, you'll you'll enjoy it because she's really good. Oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's next? Okay, main topic. Mm-hmm. Main, we can we, we can main topic it. I don't have the little thing. Uh, main topic. <laughs> That's not what I. Yeah, heard. I paused there because I realized what I said. <laughs> Uh, I stand by that remark, but that's not what I meant. I'll have to get in touch with Mark Ellis to get a t-shirt about that, but um, no. So our main topic is Terminator. The entire franchise series, universe, and the the ridiculousness that it is at this point, I feel like. I mean, you guys might have different opinions. So can we do the remainder of this podcast in our best Arnold voice? That's what we should all uh, do. You can if you want. Olympia was this uh, last weekend. That's what got me thinking about this topic was uh, Phil won his sixth. And I was like, hey, you know what? Uh, I should talk about something with uh, Terminator. So uh, thing is, I think we'll go through and we'll say which one we like the best, which should be unanimous, hopefully. Which mm-hmm. ones we like the least, what we like about the series overall, what we don't like. And then maybe if you guys want, like, where it could go. And if we have time. I have a bonus round, which I just realized today. I was telling you guys, there's never been a good Terminator uh, game for at home. Like, there's arcade games with the light guns that are awesome, but there's right. not a good home game. And right? Yeah, I, re- I remember the arcade. It really game. should be. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, how do you, what do you want to start with, Desmond? This is you. You're leading. Uh, let, let just which one do you guys think's the best? The best. <sighs> yeah. The best Terminator movie. Um, I'm going to have to go with the first one. I mean, just because I thought, I mean, you know, yeah, in, in perspective, it's kind of like the, the first Star Wars that came out in perspective to the special effects now and blah, 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 everything like that. But I just, I'm, I thought that was a great, a great flick. Um, and, uh, then when the other ones came out, I was excited to see the other ones just because of that first one. So I, you know, I really liked the very first one and, Jumping all the way to the very end, the last one is a close second for me because I really did like Genesis. You like Genesis? Yeah. I did. I really yeah, did. I all think, right. No, I don't I have think Genesis, Genesis would be my favorite out of all of yeah. them. And the cool thing about the other thing, I guess, maybe, and this is like totally unrelated to the film itself as far as like the, um, you know, the viewing and, and everything like that, but... The other thing that I loved about Terminator and more so about Arnold was that he was originally supposed to play the hero in that film. And when he read the script, he said he wanted to be the Terminator. And his manager was, no, you need to be the hero. You, We need to do a, get a breakout role for you to get you discovered, have everybody fall in love with you. You don't need to be the villain. You need to be the good guy so we can get you more movies <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. And he... he Totally insisted, no, I'm not going to be the good guy. I'm going to be the Terminator. And so he insisted that he was a Terminator, and obviously that was it the perfect out. choice. Yes. <laughs> he, he knew, he so he it. was not originally cast to be the Terminator. They were wanting him actually to be the hero in that. So They actually wanted O.J. Simpson to be the Terminator. Really? Yes. But well, that didn't happen. Legend, legend has it that <laughs> no one would buy him as a menacing killer. Oh! oh! Now I don't know if that's uh, after the fact deal or if that's true. <laughs> I don't. I I I wasn't 
aware of that at the time. We didn't have like the strong internet that we have. And apparently the jury didn't buy it either, Desmond. So, I mean, that might be apocryphal. (laughs) I don't know, but uh, it makes for a good story and I choose to believe it. So it's headcanon for me. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my two. What do you guys, or, or my one, I should say. Yeah, I think the the last one, the latest one, Genesis, that came out is my favorite. I think, like, I, I've i always enjoyed the Terminator movies, but they've never been, like, my ultimate favorite movies. So that's probably why I don't have, like, a super nostalgia feeling about them or anything. But I really like the latest one that came out. I thought it was really good. I thought everybody did a really good job in it, including Arnold. I loved Arnold in the, yeah, in yeah. the latest one. I thought he did great. Yes. Um. But yeah, I, I I liked it a lot, and Doctor Who's in it. Right. <laughs> yeah, and he, I feel like uh, he didn't need to be, or they really needed those sequels to explain why he needed to be. Yeah, but that's uh, that's neither here nor there. I don't think it's the worst. We'll get to that. I don't think it's the worst. My pick <laughs> has to be T two Judgment Day. Uh, hands down, Robert that Patrick is menacing as fuck. Arnold is in prime form. We get to see him return. Mm-hmm. Eddie Furlong does his thing. It's just, it's, everything about it is beautiful. The effects still hold up. So much of it was practical. It's yeah. amazing. There is a slow part in it, which I would almost knock it down underneath the original current, but I just can't because as a child, uh, being like seven or eight years old and seeing that movie, and it was marketed like I had toys. And this is, I always get mad about this because I'm like, this is a sign of the times to me. It was a hard R. Like, I feel that the, the movie maybe didn't have, like, the nudity to, to be an R, but the violence, right. the menace, like, the amount of, like, stuff that was in it, it just, it was an R movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was still marketed to kids. Right. <laughs> and it was like, you can enjoy these things at a certain level. And we don't do that. Now we just shield kids. So I really mm-hmm. like that movie. I it, It's nostalgia for me, Rose. You said you don't have it, but I do. And the acting is superb in it. It's probably my favorite Arnold role. It's just, yeah. it's a dead solid. It's one of those movies yeah. that should never T- be. T2 was good. I mean, I, I got to give give you that as well. You know, it's, it's hard to pick the favorite there. But yeah, T2 was really good. But I, yeah. I mean, that, that that's it for me. I mean, liquid metal. Yes. Come on. It's all cool. Yeah. I, my favorite part in that, and, and I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, because that actor is actually a um, avid biker. He's actually the president of a motorcycle club out here in California. And um, yes, yeah, true story. And uh, so uh, I don't know if he's the current president, but I know he was one of the past presidents. But anyway, my favorite, one of my favorite parts in there was when um, it's in the helicopter and he just kind of molds in through the window of the helicopter and sits in the seat. And then turns to the pilot and just goes, get out. And the dude, I mean, they're like, I don't even know how high off the ground they are. They're at least 100 feet. And dude doesn't even hesitate. I mean, he's not, he doesn't like, because he's so freaked out at what he just saw. You know, it's not like, but I'm 100 feet off the ground. You know, it's none of that. It's like, get out. He just opens the door and he's out. You know, <laughs> it's just like, I remember that scene. That's like one of my favorite scenes in there just because of that. It's it's it. They're all solid movies to me, with one exception, which I guess brings us to the next point. Uh, the weakest one. What is the weak link for you guys? Salvation. Um. Why salvation? Three. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I mean, 
I don't I don't know. I just couldn't maybe just because there was no Arnold in it. I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's why. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just Arnold biased. I don't know. Rose, you I, said T three. Like I, yeah. I want to get everyone's opinion. That was the one with the chick, right? Yes. The the girl terminator. Christina yeah. Lorcan. That one. It was that okay, one, yeah. but I mean, I think that out of all of them, it's probably the one that I just care the least about. Yeah. I don't know that again. Those two. T three and Salvation. Those are both on the bottom. Uh, three three is definitely the shittier one. Like there's there's no doubt in my mind when I think about it. Like three, Salvation is second, yes, but it's a far far distant second. Like three was just like, can we make a Terminator film? Sure, right. And then they made some film that wasn't a Terminator film, and it didn't have the soul. And Kern, you're correct. It's uh, it's the lack of Arnold in that one. Even though he's in it, he is not the centerpiece, and he's not even carrying real weight. And that's right. that's part of the problem with Salvation. Of course, having Christian Bale helps. But right. man, you have to have Arnold. Yeah. Like and I mean, I thought Salvation was alright, but I mean, I didn't think it was great or anything. I wouldn't say that it was the worst hands down, but it was probably one of the weaker ones for sure. Yeah, I don't I guess just for me, it just didn't seem like it to me, it was just too easy to go in that direction and it kind of be jumpy for me. I mean, to me, I didn't feel like it tied well, you know, with with the whole series. And um, and that was just me. I just, for me, I wasn't feeling it. And that was probably the biggest reason why I didn't care for it because I just didn't feel like it tied well. Back going to the most recent Genesis, I thought they tied in beautifully with the original uh, movie, the way they paralleled and the way they tied stuff in and everything like that. I thought they did yeah. an immaculate job of that. And that's why Genesis, I thought was so great. That's why it's hard for me to decipher between the first one and Genesis. Yeah. I mean, if you like the first one, you have to like Genesis and I like Genesis. I, I, yeah. I'm, I don't think it was complete crap. It definitely wasn't as good as the first two. It's maybe not as good as salvation, maybe better. I, I go back and forth on that in my head. Uh, the girl's name was Christiana Loken. I had to look it up because I was like, man, she was in Blood Rain. And I remember that and I couldn't remember her name for, for sure. So I had to check it out. Um, so the third thing I was talking about is what makes them work. What makes a good one good and what makes the bad ones bad. And I think we've already kind of touched on it. It's Arnold. Right. Yeah. They're an Arnold vehicle. I mean, at the bottom line, that's what they're about. They're about this menacing machine that won't stop. And for me, only two people have captured that, and that's Robert Patrick as the T-1000 and Arnold. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't I agree. know how else. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and then it tying in with the rest, because like you said, on Terminator 3, it's just like they said, hey, let's just make, make one just to be making it. You know? And, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I think they should fit better together. Like, it's so that's the thing. That's why I always get confused on which movies which because usually they're, the, especially the earlier ones are all like time travel-y. So like they kind of interconnect a little bit, and I think that's what they should be doing anyway. Is to kind of like, because that's what they are in in essence is time travel movies, time travel movies and robots. That's like what it's about. So if you don't have 
time travel robots and Arnold, it's not really going to work as a as a Terminator movie. Right. Yeah, I, I, it just you gotta have the T eight hundred, and the T eight hundred has to be Arnold. Like that's, I don't yeah. know how else to to put it, and that's why I think going forward, it's kind of tricky because Arnold's old, and mm-hmm. I thought Genesis yeah, handled but he's that still a badass really, though. Really well, that's what I was gonna say. He <laughs> yeah. holds up incredibly well. Yes, but you do have to eventually look at passing the torch. Robert right. Patrick did a good job. I would take the polymagnetic mimetic alloy guy coming back, but I don't. I don't know. I they tried that and it didn't really work. I don't. I don't know, man. Like, so you're talking about for like for continuing the franchise along? Yeah, like what would passing be the that next torch step? to to another type of Terminator, so it wouldn't be Arnold anymore. It'd be somebody else. Yeah, I mean that's that's one possibility. Like I feel with the ability to travel through time, right? That there's a prime chance to change the T eight hundred model. So Arnold, old Arnold, is the only one in that line, and then you pass it off to like somebody that has the build that can pull it off, that can be menacing, that has that kind of personality, that has a kind of charisma, gravitas that just being on the screen is enough for you to go, shit, that dude would break me in half. I don't care if he is a machine. <laughs> The Rock, baby. You could, but I feel like The Rock is too much of a already too big to do oh, that. Oh yeah. I or feel, they, I mean, you that, know, I, I, they but could somebody just, like that, yes. They could just stop making them. Like, I mean, I I agree there. I mean, they're I thought, good and all, but we can get to a yeah. point where okay, we we've we've seen enough of this. Let's do something else. <laughs> yeah, because if they if well, they do I, make I think another the Terminator, to, get to actual it, Judgment Day, though, right? Right. Like, that was what was interesting to me about Salvation. That's the only reason Salvation doesn't blow chunks. is because you got to see the actual war. That was the only exciting part of the whole movie. Right. I didn't really care about Sam Worthington and his, I'm a person, I'm a robot. I don't give a shit. You can be both. That's not a a struggle. We saw that in the opening minutes of, like, the last three movies. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I just don't know. I mean, if they did make another movie... Because cause I'm going to tell you what, when I went to the theater, and the only reason why I went to the theater is because I took my mom, and my mom wanted to go see it, you know, because she's a huge sci-fi fan and everything like that, and she wanted to go see it. Because I would have, I was really on the fence about it, you know, and I'm just like, oh my God, you know, because of, of the, the the more recent ones that had come out, like, you know, Terminator yeah. 3 and Salvation and stuff like that. So I was really on the fence about it. And so I would have typically just waited until it came out on DVD or something like that. But I went ahead and saw it in the theater, and I was really glad I did because I did, like I said, I thought they did a really well job. Uh, But that being said, if they did another one, man, they would really have to go above and beyond what I thought Genesis was. I mean, they'd really have to knock it out of the park, you know, for to follow that because to me – and I think we're almost all on the same wavelength is that you know you start out on a with Terminator and then it's on a high note and it stays on a high note with Terminator Two and then it starts dipping off a little bit you know and then it starts coming back around you know with Genesis and coming back up on that high note and they would have to just keep going on a high note in order to pique my interest and it'd have to be it would be one of those things where 
it would have to be a new storyline. But you know what I'm you you, you got to have the the androids and the time travel and everything like that, like you said. But it'd have to be still like a different storyline somehow. And I just don't know if it's there because I don't want to see the same I mean, storyline over and over again. They tried it with the again. Sarah Connor Car- Chronicles, and it didn't really work. It didn't right. work for me. At yeah. Least. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know because I, I I dig what you're saying. You you bring up good points, but in my mind, it still works because in one. The whole idea was survive the Terminator. Right. And two, it was survive Judgment Day. And then they tried to beat Skynet. And all of a sudden, that became apparently the whole plot of the universe was to stop Skynet. And that makes no sense to me. Like, Skynet doesn't matter, right? Like, that's not a threat. We're being threatened by the cloud. We have that now. That's not frightening. Right. So I think you have to take it back to basics and make it like terrifying in that way that like there's real stakes and Arnold dying doesn't have stakes because he's a robot, but Arnold being wiped out from existence has stakes. Like if you have that one last Terminator have to go back and try and stop himself, that's interesting. Arnold versus Arnold. I'd watch that, but that's really one movie. Like you can't continue the series from there. But if I have to send it out, I'd rather send it out on a high note like that than Genesis. I mean, I like Genesis, but it is not the song swan, a swan song that Terminator deserves. Right. I can kind of see that. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just biased here. Maybe I have too much nostalgia for this. Maybe that's why I wanted to make it an episode. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I really feel like it could be so much more than it is. Like, I don't understand why there's not TV shows. Like, you have The Walking Dead, right? I feel like that show's fallen off, but I would watch it if they told me it was robots instead of zombies. And that is Terminator. Yeah. Like, have a whole, like, series other than, I guess, this. Yeah, like, if Salvation was, if they made Salvation, they just picked up Salvation and said, we're going to have a new TV series called Terminator Salvation, the series. Boom. That would have been pretty good. Like, I'd still watch that. Right. That sounds badass. Now I want to pitch that. I don't know how to pitch <laughs> things for TV, but somebody that does go do that. Do well, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe it is. I, I I maybe maybe it's the fine maybe it is the bonus question that I was thinking of. Maybe the final answer is maybe it needs to be carried on in a different medium. Maybe TV's the way to go. Maybe a video game. May I think you could we've seen some really cool games like Titanfall, Destiny, Dishonored. Like, all of these are reminiscent, even like Assassin's Creed. That kind of, that gameplay style, that kind of storyline, I think lends itself really well to the Terminator series. Yeah, I agree. I think it could be a really fun game. I just got, I just got one thing get? to say about that. I'm a cybernetic what? organism, living tissue over metal endoskeleton. Okay. How's that? <laughs> I don't know. You couldn't hear that? You, you, I'm a cybernetic organism, living tissue. No. Uh, yeah, no. No, Would you play a Terminator game? Kern, you're the gamer. Yeah, I would. I mean, the yeah, if gamer. it's good gameplay. I mean, I don't care what it is, you know, in, in regards to um, if it's an Old West game or if it's a sci-fi game, you know, or, or what have you. Um, you know, and, and of course they had an Old West game that came out, uh, what was it called? Um, Red Dead. Red Dead, yeah, that's right. And it was basically like Grand Theft Auto, except for in the Old West. And so, um, I would play, you know, uh, if it's got good gameplay, I mean, I'm not biased as far as like, it has to be sci-fi or, 
or stuff like that. I like versatility in games. Uh, that's why a long time ago when I uh, came across uh, the Battlefield series on PC, back when it was Battlefield 1942, and then they came out with Battlefield Vietnam, and then after that was Battlefield just by itself. And this was before it was out on console. And um, the, the huge thing for that was... Uh, is that you could drive the vehicles, you could fly the vehicles, you know, um, run around on the ground, stuff like that. It was very versatile as far as, so it had a little bit of, you know, stuff for everybody, you know, to do. And so, yeah, if, if they came out with something that was a very fun game um, and had a good story yeah, mode mean, to it and everything like that, because I'm, I'm not, you know, there's a lot of people that just strictly buy a game for the multiplayer aspect of it. They will, they will never play the campaign, and I'm the exact opposite. I almost like Me too. It's like I'm programmed in my head to where I would say 90% of the time I will not even open the multiplayer until I have completed the campaign. That that's, yeah. that's the rule, man. Like that's why yeah. I was disappointed in Titanfall and Battlefront was like the lack of an actual campaign mode. Right. Is just so draining on me for a game. Like I get multiplayer is fun, and don't get me wrong, I love Payday, but even that you can play with bots and stuff. Like it, it's, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's a whole gaming deal. I get that, you, but you're yeah. T- Sorry. So what Rich, kind of game ahead. would it be? What kind of game would it need to be for a Terminator game? Well, that's what I was about to pitch. I, I was I was going to pitch my idea for the game, but go okay, ahead. let's hear it. Uh, but yeah, the what I was going to say was that that's what we want that's what we need in games. Like that's the whole point of playing games is to get immersed in a story and like, let them take you through. It's like reading, but in pictures and you get to move around and make your own decisions sometimes. And so like, I mean, that's the whole point of, you know, gaming. So if you're, if you're going to just have only multiplayer, it's like, okay, well, and there are some games that are built like that, that are just for multiplayer and that's fine. But I mean, like WoW and stuff, those those work. There's nothing wrong with them. League. I mean, they well, have they, a genre. They have a. Yeah. They have, there's a way to do them right. Let me ask you guys a question because you guys both have played D and D and and all that kind of stuff and uh, various like games like that. So when you play a multiplayer game and like you you start from the beginning and you're playing the multi no, not multiplayer sorry you're playing a campaign on a game. And you're playing the story mode, and so you start from the beginning. You know whether it's a character selection or you're it's you know you, it automatically gives you a character, whichever. Do you actually start like associating yourself with that character in that game on a level of reality, like you would if you were into something like Dungeons and Dragons, like when you're playing role playing and stuff like that? Oh yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> I think to a certain extent, depending on the game, like in yeah. WoW, it's a lot easier to do it because it's a lot more open world. And so it's tabletop, like tabletop wise, right. you are the character. You make all the character's choices. The character isn't going to be railroaded into a zone. He can't really go. I mean, the DM's going to make some calls like that, but you have mm-hmm. a lot more freedom. That's why this mm-hmm. game still exists, in my opinion. That's why I still play them. Well, I, I like tabletop I, because I like to be able to make more choices. Well, I, I do that as well, you know, and, and kind of the way I, I I mean on that is like, you know, when I'm playing that campaign and I'm playing that character and then let's say there's another character that, that I'm associated with in the game, you know, and it might be a character that I'm like, dude, I, I really want to be buddies with that dude or chick or whatever. And then like when something happens, it's like, no, that was my friend, you know, or whatever. Oh, yeah, you know? So, Yeah. So, I mean, I like totally like immerse myself in the story, you know, just like you would in reading a book. 
you know, or something yeah. like that, you yep. know? And, uh, so anyway, no, I, I just had to ask that question. Cause that's, no, that's no, why Mass I, I do the campaign out of gaming, bro. Like I played mass effect. I was so deep into being shepherd that like, I seriously took like a nine month break after it <laughs> where I nice. didn't play any games at all. When it's like, it's an emotional roller coaster, especially like playing fallout four, I felt like it was just like, oh my god, just rip my heart out with this game. You know, it's just a very emotional roller coastery ride, and it's like, geez, holy cow! <laughs> so, so, what would that? What would that? that that's your, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say my pitch is yeah. my pitch is this: it would be it would be Bethesda. They would have to make it or Valve, one or the other. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, and the game would be open world, and the way it would work is you would play in both time zones. You would play across time zones. Okay. okay. Kind so of you could like, bounce back and uh, forth. Or... Singularity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you maybe don't bounce back and forth, but you have to travel back and forth. Right. So, you you know, you gain the ability to time travel or there's portals or something. So you're still playing the same the character in the two time zones. Okay. I got you. So you start out and I think you're a soldier. You're on the resistance. You're a human. Because I think we can empathize with that better than a machine. And you're just a foot soldier, and you go and you fight, like, one of the last ditch battles. And somehow come across this temporal technology. And so the first thing is you get all, you know, like, you have to in games. You get all the super weapons at the very first stage, and you're you're totally buffed, and everything's great. And then you go through the time tunnel, and you're buck naked, and you come out your little bubble. And mm-hmm. you get to relive the scenes from the first or second one, but you're not like Kyle Reese. Like, you're following Kyle Reese. Because that's the time that you know. You're like, okay, I know. Because you're just a dumb soldier. You're like, I know this is where Kyle Reese went. Everyone knows that. That's where I'm going. So you go okay. back to like 1985 or whatever, 1983. So you're you're basically going to try to assist him. Well, you're not just going to assist him. You're escaping. But you okay. that's like where the time takes you. Either you know that or that's where it's programmed. Somehow you end up there. And so you end up fighting the T-800. But it's in all the little moments when he's not on screen. So right. you're not interfering with the actual movie. You're just in that same time zone. And then it kind of deviates. Like you get a little of the, you just give a little bit of service, a little bit of fan service. And then you get to go th- back and forth and travel. And you're trying to see if you write it. You're like, okay, I think I fixed it. I think everything's right. Go back to the future. And then you're playing both timelines. Kind of like how you, when you're playing like a uh, call of duty or whatever. And you know, remember when you used to play like as a, a English soldier and then you were a Canadian soldier and then, flip back and forth okay yeah yeah so it's that sort of a thing then you're trying to you're trying to create it and you're seeing if you've actually done the right thing but since it's open world your changes you know can be drastic or they can be minute and so the end goal of it there is an end game but that's to stop that's to stop it but i mean you want to stop judgment day you're not worried about skynet but as you go back and forth you're fighting different terminators but you're fighting them with like present day weapons and then you fight them with future tech and sometimes you're fighting just one and it's arnold coming to kick your ass and sometimes (laughs) you're just fighting a whole mob of them with other soldiers in a combat and then you know for multiplayer i think you just have the maps and you can play either side and they have the you know their pluses or minuses and their buffs and stuff that they can use i i think that would be interesting to me to see sure yeah that sounds cool i like the idea of like trying to change different things in the timeline to try and fix things in a different timeline. I think that's really cool. 
idea for a game. Because, like, Singularity had that. It was a game where you, you, you could switch back and you would walk through different time zones. And, like, you'd walk through, like, these temporal anomalies and stuff and you'd be playing in the past. Mm-hmm. So something like that, but in an open world setting. Huh. Okay. That'd be pretty cool, I think. Have yeah, y'all played could... uh have y'all played uh Life is Strange? No. So it's uh, I started it. It's pretty cool. There's like some time travel y stuff in there that it kinda reminds me of. It's not like it's very storytelling based, so it's not like very open world. You get to make a few decisions along the way that affect the rest of the game, which is kind of cool. But the the time she can like time travel back about like twenty seconds or so, depending on on what's going on at the time. But it's a pretty cool game. It's that reminds me of it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I just think that's a cool mechanic that we don't really see enough of. Yeah, and I've played a few games that have it, but they're not open world, and that's what makes it interesting to me is the idea that. All these little changes would take you, you know, you'd load back up and you'd see what, what the difference was. And it may be nothing. Most of the time you would just go back to the same world because your, you know, your changes would be nothing at all. But then the farther you progress, the more drastic the changes are because you get closer to Judgment Day. Yeah. By the so time so in the open it, world, would it be something similar to like what they what they have in Destiny and, and a couple of other games that have open world where there's like a open world event that that happens so all of a sudden all this you know all those terminators you know are in an area and and you go in there to battle them and then all the people that are on that server in that open world environment that are around there can join in that fight is that kind of what you're talking about well i think that would be the multiplayer i think the multiplayer would work like that would be a multiplayer online where is similar to like counter-strike or something where you'd get on and you'd all be in the same, you know, server, and you'd all be fighting the same battle, and it would be ma- maybe more like uh, the division, but okay. yeah, okay, like you'd have clear human sectors, and yeah, the idea would be to rescue, like you'd have like a New York event, and you could all everyone would be a map of New York City, and you would all be flooding it, trying to stop it from being taken over on Judgment Day, like Judgment Day just happened, and you're doing it, so yeah, you'd have like Judgment Day events maybe where. Okay, yeah. Judgment Day happens and you're in Hong Kong, so you're trying to save it. Or you're in London or Rome or somewhere big and you're, you know, there's lots of NPCs running around and maybe you're trying to save a certain number of people or they're being evacuated. So they're just running by you, but, you know, there's Terminators everywhere and vehicles and, like, yeah, you're driving an old shitbox Ford LTD or you're flying one of the new (laughs) mechs. Or you got a badass motorcycle like Christian Bale killed that Terminator and turned it into his bitch, like, yeah, right. I mean, you, could, you have possibilities. I feel like what Salvation showed us was there's a world there that we do want to see, but maybe it's better if you experience it through the eyes of just the ground people. That's why I think the TV show was interesting that I said, and that's why I made me think that the game would be interesting if you could just roam like in Fallout and find pieces, find parts, build weapons, build armor, build things like you could scrambage kind of Mad Max style because... The world does seem Mad Maxy in Terminator. It's a little more sci-fi, but it's still right. human base. So I'd <laughs> right. like to I'd like to see that. And I I think the the end game for the game, like what what's the big boss battle at the end, or how does it how does it end? Like the campaign mode, I think the campaign mode ends when you get to present day and like or not present day when you return to the future, and you're just a normal dude going to work. 
Like you wake up, so and it's you have a, a so it's it's basically altered from what it started back to what. Yeah, it, like that's your goal. Yeah. Like you, when you go back, like maybe it has a deal of like one of the ways you instantly know whether or not you've made uh, good or not is the population. Like it tells you how many humans are. Man, that just goes into like a whole like. Dude, my mind just starts like racing because because then like uh, I don't know how interesting it would be or what, but but now you're talking about like okay, so. What if you weren't, I mean, because I, I, I don't know the timeline from j- when Judgment Day happens and then, you know, the, <laughs> the battles are happening all the way back to when, you know, Skynet, you know, does its thing and all that stuff. So I don't know what the timeline is there. So my question would be, is it is there ever a way that you would basically potentially erase your own existence by correcting that because now you've just changed the events of the future and there's a potential that you might not be born as a result of it or something like that. I, I mean, it, I know that's a little complex uh, for a game. Me, but yeah. That's just like where metaphysically my head goes. sure. You know? I think uh, for the game I'm pitching, no, you couldn't like kill yourself because you did something in the past, unless you like blew up the world and you would die in the present too. So maybe you could destroy the world and die. Wouldn't that but just, then you suck? just reset. Well, that just, that would be, actually, that might be kind of cool. You know, you go to all this trouble, you play this game, it's something like on the level of Destiny, where you're like, you know, playing this game for like a year or two, and you're building yourself up, you're getting weapon upgrades, you're getting armor upgrades, you're doing all this stuff, you're getting experience, blah, 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 and all of a sudden you finally get to the end, and all of a sudden your character gets wiped out because it's not born, you know, because you corrected everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like, oh, I gotta start over, you freaking bastards! <laughs> uh, no, oh I think I, I think the whole thing would just be like real simple, current. Like the you at the end, you would just wake up and you'd be an average guy because if you think about it, that's all anyone in the Terminator world wants is the world back the way it was. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the beauty of it is no one's trying to like take over the world. No one's trying to be president. No one's trying to hold anyone hostage. They just want to live. Like, it's a fight for survival. So I think you do that, and they come back, and you're just like, go in your car and go to your boring accounting job. Right. And that, that that's it. Uh, it sounds stupid, but I think it works in the end. But I, I think the way you measure, like, how well you've done when you travel back and forth is, like, human population generally. Like, there's just a little counter that tells you how many people are alive. And then the minor changes in the world would change. Like you would load into different worlds, obviously different levels where humanity is progressively better, but those would be the same for everyone. So you have like a a 5%, 10%, you know, increments up 25, 30, 50 until you build it back up where humanity is winning. And then one where there's no terminators at all. Right. Yeah. So, I I mean, just because, you know, it is a game, you do have to keep it somewhat simple. You can't just like make it massively, infinitely expandable never ending story of like every change you come back and all of a sudden the glass is broke. Like that's not interesting. (laughs) Right. But if you come back and like, there's no humans. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I, if I knew anything about game pitching, I'd pitch that too. So I think it'd be really cool if it, it, I think if it it can be done right, definitely it'll be, it would be really awesome. Just like totally going back and forth and trying to fix things little by little. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, there would be reasons to send you back and forth, I think. Like, you would need parts from either place, so you couldn't just stay in one spot. Right. Yeah, I think it would be but cool yeah. if it was, like, you know, some problem-solving type, you know, deals. It's not just straight up, like, first-person shooter. You shoot, 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 and then you, 
you get the object and no, then like you have to build done. things. Like your temporal thing, like starts falling yeah. apart so you have to make a jump to the future to get batteries or whatever but that means you have to fight terminators and you have to come back to the past and maybe you have like missions like grand theft auto where you have to go find a certain person right and interrogate them or kill them or whatever like you you collect info along the way that kind of guides you kind of like yeah. in fallout you know like you just go town to town you go place to place listen to the radio whatever and you get you find tapes you you know you learn about the world through playing it. Right. Shoot ya. <laughs> yeah, I'd be down for that. I definitely I don't know. Uh, I just don't want Terminator to try end, that. Especially on Genesis. Like it deserved better and Genesis itself deserved better. Yeah. Maybe I'm just on the big nostalgia trip after last episode, but uh yeah, shout out to Terminator cuz that it's one of the forgotten movie series I think that has pretty much killed itself off, but I think a good Arnold versus Arnold flick would be cool. Or a video game, back. or a really solid TV series. So I'm calling it right now. He's coming back. I'd be back. He has to, <laughs> man. He has to. He'll be back. It's not done. Very cool. Speaking of games, um, uh, I don't want to spend too far off the topic, but um, did uh, anybody get a chance to play the beta of Battlefield One? No, I wanted no. to, but I was. Okay, it was it was okay. I, I I guess the biggest thing for me was um you know and I filled out the survey because they they sent me an email and everything after after the beta was out you know because it was only out for like a few days it wasn't out that long and no. um and so you very you had a very limited amount of time in which you were able to actually do anything with it uh, but um you know in the survey it asked you a bunch of different questions you know you know, type of games that you play, blah, 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 blah. You know, what did you like best about the game? What did you like least? What, you know, aspects did you like? And so forth and so on. And and for me, I guess the thing is that it's another first-person shooter. I mean, it's it's going back to, you know, in, in time. So it's not modern-day warfare. It's back in, um, I believe, it around the World War II era. I'm not for sure exactly when the, the time frame is. But, I think um, it's World War One. Is it is it World War One or maybe shortly after, after World War One, uh, maybe maybe so. Um, but anyway, I'd have to I'd have to double check that. But um, it's uh, it's challenging because some of the you know some of the weapons are you know I think the way they tried to make them uh, react would be you know like a high recoil for a certain weapon and so forth and so on and. And like the sniper rifle, I think you actually have to um, kind of uh, account for a fall in there because I wasn't, unless I just suck at, at using that thing, you know, it wasn't like in some games now where whether they're 20 feet in front of you or 20,000 feet, you put the crosshair on them and pull the trigger and it hits them, you know, where realistically, if they're further away, you're going to have that bullet drop because of gravity. And you have to account for that. And to me, that's kind of what I was experiencing in in this. And I don't know if it was just me being off or what, but to me, it seemed like you had to account for a little bit of that with the older sniper rifle that you were using. But the gameplay was I like, okay. I like the fact that you have a horse. Yeah, that was cool. That was a new. That was kind of a new <laughs> aspect to um, being able to, you know, have a melee attack because you can pull out a saber. Uh, and melee attack while you're on the horse 
Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I thought the I thought the 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 bayonet charge. There's a there's a melee attack where if you're using a certain um, rifle, and I forgot which one it is, um, uh, which class. But anyway, they've got a bayonet on the end of their gun, and um, you can do a melee charge with it and stab them with the uh, with the uh, bayonet. And it was funny because like sometimes because you have to click like the the you know the the buttons in a certain way to to activate that melee charge. And I remember running and there was a teammate of mine in front of me and the enemy had just come around this rock and he did the melee charge on my teammate, but he couldn't hit him. So he was just like, like melee charging with his bayonet all out and like, going, ah, you know, all like in a circle and stuff. It was kind of funny, but, um, you know, it, it's still just, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know that I'm that excited about it because it's, you know, capture the flag type stuff, you know, domination type stuff. Um, you know, yeah, you get to fly some old airplanes and everything. Yeah, I think you are right. I think it is World War One because they've got biplanes and stuff like that in there. I'm pretty sure because um, they're calling it Battlefield One. So yeah, I mean, and so and I, um, and I and I read the releases, so yeah, it's right. One. So I, I'm being nice, Kern. God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. But um. Anyway, so yeah, I played it in, you know, it's it's decent, the graphics are good, the the, the gameplay is good, but uh, it's it's another it's another war first it, person shooter. It comes out next month, I think. No. Now if the, if 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 the campaign is like really awesome and everything like that, I might be up for it, you know, cuz we you know we were talking about that, but it, you know, just based You know, I kind of I kind of want to play it because it's a change of pace, and that sounds stupid, but one of my favorite Call of Duties is a world at war where you're in the Pacific. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You probably didn't play that one. I play all. Of them. <laughs> I don't. I didn't play yeah. World at War. No, I haven't played all the Call of Duties. I played a, a few of them, but I haven't played all of them. I have um, them all up until like Ghost Two, and then I just kind of lost interest for a while. But this kind of got me back. Although there's other games that take place in World War One that are really well done. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I don't think I have like super high hopes for it. Yeah, I don't know, but. Anyway, it sounds like no Terminator game. I'll tell you that. No, it's not. It's but a long shot. Get on yeah. that though. Start writing some letters to uh, Valve. Get their asses. Or just gear, like Desmond. take that, take the, take the section of like you talking about it from the podcast and just send that to them. Send it to Be people. Like, listen to this. Tell me what you Make think. Make it. Make it. Listen, listen to me. <laughs> Give me free copy. It was my idea. <laughs> yeah. Really, I'd settle for that. Like. <laughs> Maybe like a couple of the game vouchers, like give me some of your free games and uh, that. That's all I want. That's all I need. I just need that game. Right. Give me some free <laughs> games. Maybe a credit. You know, let me pitch something else later on down the road. Yeah. Initial idea. I don't know. Heck yeah. Anyway, that that's it for me. That that was our Terminator episode. It went really, really uh, okay. Yes, it did. Yeah. I think so. I think we did a good job. Good job. Yeah. I think Chris will listen to this and be like, I'm really stoned right now because I have edible gummies. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Up in Colorado. Right. Where it's legal. It's so, legal. you know. So, I, that's, an, that's an interesting question, though. If you smoke pot where it's legal, up in California, and then they do surprise drug drug test. You still get work, busted. You are screwed. 
Really? Like, you're yep. like, but I had it where it was legal. Because that's a company policy. It doesn't matter. It's a company policy. It doesn't oh, matter. Wow. I mean, like, even places where it's legal, they can huh. still tell you. Right, yeah. Even if you that's live in Colorado, dangerous. there could be a company that says, unless you have a medical marijuana card, you know, and then even at that, they still may not allow it because it's like, if because like certain jobs, even in the United States, are, are in, in non- Let's, let's rephrase that because we're talking the United States. Like in Texas, for instance, you know, there's no legalization of marijuana. But you can have like, say, um, a legal prescription for like if you get anxiety. And so yeah. um, you, you have that drug. And then all of a sudden you go to get a job at some place. And for whatever reason, if they find out that, that you have that drug as a prescription, they may nix you off the off the list for whatever reason because depending on the type of job that you're getting they're like i don't we don't care if you legally can take it or not we can't have anybody knows this because he moved to california (laughs) (laughs) i know this because of a lot of different reasons because i got i know people that work out at pantex and in a lot of government Uh, you know level deals and stuff like uh that so um but what's coming to california have to do with all of a sudden me having knowledge and you know (laughs) Because you can legally ingest marijuana in the state of California, Kern. Well, yeah, but it still goes back to the company that you work for and their policy. Right, but in Texas, it's illegal no matter what. That's why you would have gained this knowledge by moving. Well, yep. I don't know about that, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but um, I, I don't think it is legal in California, though. I think you have to have... I think you have to have a medical marijuana card. In order yeah, to no, do in it. California, but you could still legally smoke it. There is a legal way. In Texas, there's not a legal way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but in Colorado, you you don't have to have a medical no, marijuana a card. You just go to the dispensary everyone, and show them your ID card, and it's like walking into a freaking AT and T store. It's like you know you walk in and <laughs> there's like all these associates, and you wait we in a call line. This the Android, because yeah, and when it's your turn, this associate comes up to you. And he's like, you know, how may I help you today? You know, and he's like, and it's just like you're in an AT&T store and you've got all the, the like counters and stuff like that with everything behind the counter and you start looking at everything and, you know, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's just like going into me. It was like going, cause I went into one in Colorado. Uh, all right. Like uh, well, hold ago. on. I have a question. I have a question for you. Have you been to one of the medical dispensaries there in the sunshine state? There, no, no, not That's here Florida. in California. Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You're over there in the goddamn Gold Rush state. Uh, yeah, Gold Rush. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, I haven't. I've, I went to one about like a year or a year and a half ago. I forgot when it was. Uh, almost two years ago, probably. Um, I'm not for sure. But anyway, um, in Colorado. And so um, when I went in there, I really expected, surprising me, you know, to me, I, I expected like to see a bunch of like stoners. You know, these guys in like these ratty looking clothes or like, you know, Rolling Stone t-shirts or, you know, whatever. And um, waiting in line to get their pot. And um, yeah, and it wasn't. It was like a wide variety. It was like people in suits. There was like grandmas in there. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like being at Walmart. You you see all kinds of, you know, people come in there. So Were there people um, in rascals going around trying to get pot? Like <laughs> I didn't see anybody in a rascal. But that, you know, if you need a rascal to carry your stuff out of that place, uh, you know. <laughs> hey, man, they're in Walmart all the time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, um, nah, it was uh, it was kind of interesting to go, go in there because, you know, I didn't know anything about it. And uh, they had cameras 
on their grow rooms, you know, I guess that's like a thing. So you can see the, the pot leaves grow, I guess, if you stand there long enough. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, was kind of interesting. I don't know. It, it still just strikes me as odd. Like, uh, I don't know. Whatever. I don't even know how we got on that, by the way. Totally took a, <laughs> took a left we turn. Saying, said we were saying was... shout out to Chris, who's over there. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In what up, dude? Yeah. I mean, Chris was pretty straight-laced, so I doubt he will be uh, partaking. But Smoking it up. Yeah, Chris definitely doesn't smoke, so. Yeah. No, but I found out some stuff because, you know, me and my, uh, when I was there in Texas, our sales sales rep, uh, me and him were on a plane, or he and I, whatever, grammar nerds, Um, I uh, was sitting on a plane and there was a lady, she sat in between us, and uh, she was from Colorado. And so, like, right off the bat, me and him had been drinking. So, like, right off the bat, he's all like, so did you bring any fatties with you on the plane? You going to fire one of those fatties up or something like that? I forgot <laughs> what, what he said to her. But anyway, she was like a retired federal agent <laughs> from the marshal's office or something like that. And wow. I was like, good job, man. Good job. But she was totally cool. She just laughed it off. She knew he was joking, but you know, I thought that was kind of funny. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. You didn't get escorted off, so that's good. No, yeah, right. right. No. But I don't I, know, man. I, I, I'm, I am not one for it. So it would, it's yeah. not something that I'm super interested in. It's not my thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm more upset about this 151 that I don't drink getting banned than I am <laughs> about right, Chris yeah. being able. Like alcohol is my choice. Like I, I smoke and I shouldn't. And nicotine has me in its grips, and I'm trying to overcome that from time to time. But uh, I'll never, I'll never give up alcohol. That's, uh, right. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. I enjoy it responsibly, so I think I'm cool. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, we all do, and I, I don't think any of us have ever leveled anything, so we're good. Right. Well, I'm definitely not going to get get so drunk that I'm going to turn around and sue the manufacturer because I wasn't drinking responsibly, or because I, I thought it would be cool. Horrible to... IPAs that I would have sued somebody over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ar- arrogant bastard that. L. That's grizzly bear piss. I think I've said that before, but it is. Oh, from stones? I, I don't know. That's uh, I like stones, so I can't throw stones at stone, I guess. I don't know where I was going with that. Um. Anyway, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I pitched my game. Yeah. Uh, I made you guys talk about Terminator. Current Mash talked about liquor twice, twice <laughs> in an episode. I gotta go finish working on a costume. Oh, because we're doing a big photo shoot stuff tomorrow, and I gotta finish it. I'm almost All done. Right. Yeah, I I, uh, I have to turn thirty one tomorrow, so I'm gonna go. Ah, happy birthday, what? Desmond! Happy birthday to Desmond! Happy happy birthday I'm go from to sleep all of us because to I have to be at the gym at was nine. Birthday, so, so we could party too. Hey, if you want to party with me, I'm gonna I'm gonna be at old school iron. It's strongman <laughs> Saturdays, so I'm trying to learn to be a strongman from nine to one. Oh yeah, yeah. Heck yeah! Do you wear like a leopard skin? You know, uh, no, no, it's unitard a modern, type thing. Modern, modern with a bar handle mustache, like, uh, Adidas shorts, and uh, oh, probably be sporting my So Wizard T-shirt tomorrow because <laughs> I am a fanboy of the other podcasts that allow us to listen to them and talk to them and whatever the fuck else we do with them. Speaking of which, <laughs> you got the list for those guys? 
Uh, uh, fans on patrol in the chat. There's fans on patrol. Kern got one. Holy shit! Yeah. Uh, so wizard. Super. Oh, heroes. that's a cop out. He just did that one. Geek. Super heroes. Geek yogurt. Geek Duh. yogurt. The. Convo comics. Convo comics. Open all powers. <laughs> Back issue. Come on, guys. Uh, Nerdtastic four. Yes! Dork of all trades. One more. Um. I don't know. I want to say Potter and Family. Is that right? Potter and Family. No. Uh, Oh, that's the. the... I don't know where I got that from. (laughs) The Potter and Family. Potter and Family. That's uh, what we are, right? Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You're you. You are correct. It's Colt forty five. Colt forty five. Ah, right. Yeah, I, I can't forget them. They've they they are, uh, beat them down, Mister B and Black Sunny. They're all friends. We all talk. They've let me be on the show before. You guys have to go visit some timer. They have to visit us. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to yeah. somebody. We're good. We need to get somebody from the nerd uh, podcast mafia over here. We haven't right. had yeah. anybody actually guest. On a show with us, except for uh, Cody and Kaya. Kaya was actual guest. Cody's the only one that's co-host. Well, I guess my wife was here, but she, yeah. she's a quiet lady. We have, <laughs> we'll, I'll, we'll work on this, guys. We'll we'll try to have four people and maybe five at one point. Holy shit, yeah. did you mention if we had five people? Ooh. I don't know what we do Who with knows? ourselves. I know. <laughs> we, we'd probably end up with like an hour-long show because we'd actually have structure. I don't know. But, <laughs> you know uh, this time so, i'm really calling it this okay current go before i actually say this is the end so no this i'm just wanting end. to um uh as one of the things that we've done in the past and i don't know that we've done it recently but uh looking at the other channels that are in oh, the, yeah. uh, <laughs> that are in the list with some interesting name uh, or names, I should say. Um, oh yes, there's there's one called the Gang Bangers. Oh, that must be uh, that goes one of two ways, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, what there's else? There's fuck the old TS, which for those that don't know stands for tranny. So, or maybe it's <laughs> Teamspeak, but uh, you know what part of the internet I hang out on. So, mushroom <laughs> Vikings. That sounds like a place I don't want to go. They're probably part of the gangbangers. <laughs> right. There's not a lot uh, down. I must be on the wrong end of the list, so I'm not seeing a lot of uh, goofy names. So Tyler is gay. He Tyler, might be. Tyler, Shout out, Tyler, wherever you are. Be proud. Well, we are, be be proud. proud of yourself. Yes. We are all here for you. Digimon. What is this? It's Digimon. Something in Spanish. I can't. I can't pronounce it properly. She's like, I thought it's a Digimon. It's just Spanish. It says Digimon. It says Digimon, and then it says two words in Spanish. A I'm going to make a room that actually says, that really ma- says Digimon, two words in Spanish. Like, that's going to be the actual name of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to say them. I don't think I said them right, but I'm too white. Oh. And there's not a lot of there's not a lot of groups today, but anyway, no, we use TeamSpeak really now. Everyone knows that, so they will hop on and, uh, and see our, our Four. 
No, you can't. We're we're super cool like that. Our uh, pa- yeah, if you want to know our password, it's uh three two one six Roman. Yep. With, and and in case you didn't, dicks. yeah, if you case you didn't get that, well, it's that's, with an X. Seven two five five Gladiator. <laughs> that's what it is. So if you type the password in like four three eight Emperor, then that's the password. <laughs> Or, you know, you could screw us over and just create a room that's called Nerdtastic 4 and just keep it open all the time and we'll never be able to get in. <laughs> Man, don't get anybody any ideas. <laughs> I mean... That one fan that, that listens to our show might... If we have a hater that. that's listened oh, like an hour and a half into the show just to find out how he could fuck over our team speak room, let him. <laughs> let him do it. All right, I got nothing else. I'm done. Yeah, that's I'm it. good. All right, we've been your host. You've been awesome. We'll see you next time. Like a Facebook. Do all that stuff. Bye. Like a thing. We'll be back. We'll be back. Probably. Get to the chopper.